Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Unless One is Born Again. Let's pray. Father, we come today so hungry, ready to receive from your very precious word. Father, we know your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. Father, we're ready today for more light. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks are going to talk today about this topic, Unless One is Born Again. My friends, I had the great opportunity tonight to go down and minister at the Teen Challenge Center down in Kentucky and had four men come forward to give their lives to Jesus tonight. It was an incredible blessing. And the message that the Holy Spirit inspired me to give to them, I want to share with you today in my podcast, as it was definitely Holy Spirit inspired. And I want to start out in John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Folks, this man was very well distinguished and very well respected in the religious circles. Verse 2, this man came to Jesus by night. Pause. Notice how religion has to sneak around at night sometime. Of course, our God is a relationship God, but Nicodemus didn't want quote-unquote, his people, seeing him go to see Jesus. Continuing on, and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Three, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. My friends, that's pretty clear from Jesus, isn't it? I want to read that again. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. My friends, Jesus, of course, is talking about heaven here. He didn't say, well, it might be one way to get to heaven. He didn't say, well, you could sign up for the church registry and you can get there that way also. He didn't say if you're a very nice person or if you do nice things, or you donate enough money. No, he said, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God or heaven. For Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? My friends, of course, Nicodemus is confused. How do you go into your mother's womb a second time? Verse 5, Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, He cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Folks, of course, Jesus is talking about first being born of water, that's through your mother's birth canal, but then, and be born of the Spirit. He cannot enter heaven. That's the born-again experience Jesus is talking about. Six, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Seven, do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. Eight, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nine, Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Ten, Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? My friends, how's that for a rebuke? He's saying, You're a religious leader of your church, and you don't understand the born-again experience. 11, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. 
12, if I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe it if I tell you heavenly things? 13, no one ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the son of man who is in heaven. 14, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. My friends, of course, he's talking about what's going to happen at Calvary. 15, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. My friends, of course, other translations say believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on. It's not just a basic natural belief. It's believing, adhering to, and trusting in Jesus. So my friends, it's very clear here in John that Jesus said, you must be born again to go to heaven. Of course, many men believe in other ways. Of course, they're being led by Satan, the master of deception, who tricks people into thinking right is wrong and wrong is right. He's got people convinced in following another God. Oh, you can get to heaven any old way you want to, or just be a good person and many other such fables. Now let's go to Romans chapter 10 and dig into this a little bit further. Romans chapter 10, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. My friends, of course, Israel is just a type of the church. God wants everyone to be saved. Of course, we know from the Bible, there's a wide path to hell and a narrow path to heaven. So even though God wants everybody to be saved, there's only a narrow path of people that will go to heaven. Two, for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. My friends, other translations say they have a zeal or enthusiasm. And again, another translation says according to correct and vital knowledge. See, people can have an enthusiasm for God. They can go to church and they can say, I'm a Christian. Or they can have some level of enthusiasm for the Lord, but not be born again. But let's go down and drop down now into verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now verse 9, again, this is Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. My friends, let's break down this verse again. First of all, that if Notice it doesn't say that I'll make you confess me. No, we all choose. The Bible says to choose life. We all have to choose whether or not we're going to confess Jesus. Now, secondly, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, there's no confession in our, in our mind. No, we have to do it with our mouth. And believe in your heart. Pause. Now, notice it's not believing in your head. We can believe in Jesus in our head all day long and have all this knowledge in our head, but confessing him with our heart is a whole different thing. So let's read this whole thing again. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. My friends, notice you don't have to do 10,000 prayers or you have to earn this or do this or that. No, if we confess Jesus with our mouth, and with our heart, and that he was raised from the dead, we will be saved. Now, verse 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth 
confession is made unto salvation. Dropping down to verse 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friends, notice, we don't have plan B, plan C, where we can follow this God or that God or whatever God we think. No, we can't just be a good person. Jesus very clearly told us that we must be born again to go to heaven. If anyone out there listening today has never received Jesus in their heart as their personal Lord and Savior, I want to lead you in prayer tonight because it's as simple as that. It's a heartfelt confession with your mouth. Pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I confess Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of sin. I turn away from sin and turn to Jesus. I believe that Jesus died on the cross, was raised from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I turn to him I give him my life and confess him as my personal Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Be my guide, my helper, my comforter. Father, thank you for saving me. I choose to live the rest of my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, if you said that prayer and meant it from your heart, you're born again. Now, that's not the end. That's the beginning. That's what we learn now to get discipled, to grow in the things of God, to grow up in our Christian walk. Why? So we can help others to receive Jesus and live a life that glorifies him. Well, if you've made that commitment today, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.